Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Tuesday evening. To you, Mark Aram here, you there, it's 708, 8 after 7. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang all here tonight. Longoria, stoic as ever on the other side of the takeout window. Your pal and mine, the man that hates people, yet has to talk to more of them than anyone. Low T Chuck. Low T. I just realized that. You hate people. I really don't like yet, people. Yet you have to talk to mo- more of them than any of us. Yes. Screening my calls. Yeah. That's a that's called a bad fit. Well, so last night, actually, I always just go, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah. Stay there. Put them on hold. Okay. And some lady hung up and called back and goes, yeah, you put me on hold and I heard the news. Was I supposed to hang on? I'm not sure what to do. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> just hang hey. on. We'll get to your phone call. So maybe I need to. Add a few more instructions. To well, me. I think um, <laughs> let, let's let's lay out the thing right now. So if people want to call in the future. When when Chuck answers the phone, you're going to hear this. Hey, Mark Aram show. What's your name? Frank. Frank, where are you calling from? Duluth. Stay there. And I put him on hold. All right, work on the stay there. Just say, I'm going to put you on hold. Instead hang of on. stay there, just say, hang on, I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. That's too many that, words. No. That's a lot of words. And don't say evening. That sounds weird. All right. Just stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can, I'll change it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just to make it, I mean, I want to make more. your job easier so they don't hang up and call back. That was the first time that's happened, yeah, but okay. it made me laugh. All right. I was like, maybe I need to adjust my approach. Good stuff. Good stuff there. <laughs> uh, we got a big show tonight. First off, thanks to Snake uh, Snack Box Bistro uh, in Doraville uh, for delivering us some dinner tonight. Uh, Laotian food. Trying yeah, to first ed- I've ever had that before. And Alex Williams, too. I'm trying to educate Alex Williams on. Uh, I love those. I get up every morning because you usually have a poster yeah. before I get up. And I instantly get on Instagram to see it cracks me up. Alex Williams has the least food knowledge of anyone I've ever met in my life. L- l- less than I do. <laughs> yeah. Which and is Chuck's from Montana. Like yes. Uh, he didn't know what biscotti was yesterday. It was pretty funny. So I want to, David Danzig uh, and I are going to help educate Alex Williams. So we got uh, delicious uh, Laotian food from Snack Box Bistro uh, over on uh, Peachtree Road in Dorville. Good stuff there if you like uh, good spicy ethnic food. Um, what do we got? We got a big show tonight. Um, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. I want to throw a pitch and idea off of you guys to give away a prize pack because um, if if you folks remember, we had a discussion. I guess it was last week or the week before on how we talk to our dogs. Yeah, and it was l- revealed that Longoria says what to make his dogs go to the bathroom. <laughs> hurry, hurry, poopies. Hurry, hurry, poopies. Which is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I like and, the, I like all the videos that have been coming in from different people that you've been. I want to open. The, so I've been having friends send me videos of them talking to their dogs or kids saying hurry, hurry, poopies, and I I can't. The I mean, ones are the, the best. Cr- I'm crying 
seeing parents yeah, the kids going to toddlers. Mom, her, stop saying Hurry, that. hurry, poopies. And the kid's like, stop, mom, stop saying So for the, I think for the prize pack tonight, um, if, if you want, send me a video uh, either on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, Twitter, it's at uh, Mark Aram. Or Instagram at Mark Aram and just tag me on it, or post it on my Facebook page, Mark Aram WSB. A video of you telling anyone, a dog, a kid, your your husband, your, your wife, wife, whatever. I just want a video of you saying "Hurry, hurry, poopies! Hurry, hurry, poopies!" Uh, to, and get the reaction. And the best video will win the WSB prize pack tonight. I like it. You, is that cool, Long? Yeah, that's fine with me. We're kind of hijacking your trademark no, phrase. No, no, it's, it's not mine. It's my mother-in-law's <laughs> and my wife's, and, and they're, they're okay with it. I tried it with my dogs, and they don't know what's going on. But the video that I sent you with the, the uh, woman saying it to her kid. <laughs> yeah. It was the best. So the kid's just like, stop saying that, Mom. <laughs> she, I'm watching a video here. So You know funny. what this reminds me of? Back when, when I was living in Austin, we went to a restaurant, and this – Waiter came up to the table, and he was been partying all night probably, and okay. he come and had to come into work. And the first thing out of his mouth was, "My name's Flint, and I'm blazed." That's what he told us, <laughs> right? So we're like, "Okay." So, but we had a camcorder at that time, so yeah. every time we went to a party, we made random people say, "My name's Flint, and I'm, and I'm blazed. blazed" for like a whole year. Yeah. I have like cat like a whole bunch of videos of, That's and we good. finally met up with a dude like. I don't know, like ten years later, and he had no idea. And we, we somehow How did he was you meet up with him. Well, somehow he was a friend of a friend, okay. and like later on, and we yeah. were like, "Oh, you're Flint, right?" And he was like, "Yeah." And, I, and we told him the whole story, and he was like, "I told you that when I came up to the table." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "I have all these videos of random people just saying my name's Flint and I'm Blades." <laughs> did you show and, it to him? Yeah, and he That's he thought awesome. it was so funny. That's it. Kind of reminds me of the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought up camcorders because I had a, a sad moment the other day. Okay, I was watching. Uh, Billy Crystal 700 Sundays on uh, Xfinity On Demand, the future of awesome. Um, have you guys, you know the Billy Crystal, we, we went to the Billy Crystal show, right? Yes. Not to 700 Sundays. Though. No, no. That was the one prior where he talked about he lost his dad early and he only had 700 Sundays with his dad. It was the only day. And I'm watching the the show on Xfinity On Demand, the future of awesome. And um, there's all these home movies of Billy Crystal as a kid and his brother and his mom and dad. I have my parents didn't have a video camera. There are no videos. Really? Yeah. Wow. Zero videos of me as a kid. The one video of me as a kid is from my cousin's bar mitzvah. That's that's <laughs> it. And it's not, you know, I'm not in the backyard playing catch. I'm like eating Jeez, pigs in a blanket. Eight millimeter stuff. <laughs> Did you us. have them? Yeah. Well, my parents, my grandparents had an old eight millimeter yeah. one with no sound. I have some of that when I was really, really little. And when I was like five or six, they got an old, I mean, like, you know how big those cameras yeah, yeah. are? Big old VCR, huge tape. You know, uh, sure. RCA, I think, was the camcorder. Yeah, we have all kinds of videos. Did you, did you have videos growing up in Mexico? Uh, I mean, did. Alaska. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I don't even know if any of my friends ever. You're a cute had... kid. It wasn't like you weren't photogenic. No, but I just, I mean, they took pictures of me, but there are no videos, and I don't even think any of my friends have videos because I was never at someone's house, and they're like, "Oh, let's bring out the video camera." I don't know. It just never penetrated Connecticut, I guess. Or my little weird town. There's, yeah, I guess there's no. no one had video. There's no videos of me. There was a Footloose thing going on there where the town camera. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> they couldn't have you can't dance and you can't quarters. video. Isn't that so? I, th- I thought about that. Dude. I'm like, that's so weird. Like, even when I was playing baseball, no you videos. Really? No. Oh my god. Oh, you I know have what? Hours of baseball video. Frank Hudak, my my buddy Keith's dad, did videotape football games and baseball games. So okay. he was the one guy. He was the fire chief, though, so maybe he was grandfathered in. He was allowed to have yeah. the video camera. But 
Uh, yeah, there's no videos of me and my family growing up. Did they own a video? No. Camera? I don't even own one. No. Wow. And but it was never. It wasn't odd. Like, except for Frank Hudak. No one else in town had one, so it wasn't like we were missing out. I mean, we took pictures and stuff. Right, right. But like my first grade birthday party, mm-hmm. there should have been a video of that, right? Me eating a, uh, my mom used to make great cakes when I was a kid, a cookie monster cake with the yeah, blue yeah. frosting. There should be a video of me, you know, diving into them. Sad. Nothing. Nothing. So the point is, I can never do a Broadway show like Billy Crystal and in the background show, I'll right. do fake videos. I'll have to hire <laughs> yeah. Longoria's kids to pretend to be me as a kid. Get him a short haircut, you know, running around. No. No. All right. So anyway. I don't know if comparing you as a child to his daughters. Well, because no, his daughters are beautiful. Yeah. Right. So right. if we give him a haircut, like, oh, what a cute little kid Aaron was. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. Not going to work? All right. So. Anyway, uh, so that was my therapy session for the day. I did All not right. have any uh, videos. But I guess it doesn't matter, right? You never watch them. Only, only on the rarest of occasions, just as a goof. But now everyone's got a video camera on their phone. Oh yeah, so you, you get your kid doing everything. Oh yeah, definitely, including saying "hurry, hurry, poopies." Yeah, that's which what could it, win you prize back. Yes, there. again. So uh, take a video of you saying "hurry, hurry, poopies" to anybody, anybody, dog, person, cat, whatever. Uh, post on my Instagram page or tag me on Instagram at Mark Aram. Tag me on Twitter at Mark Aram. Or post them on my uh, Facebook page, WSB, Mark Aram WSB. And the best video today will win a prize pack. All right, so uh, sad news. Tom, Tom Wolf, uh, noted author, died today, I believe at the age of 88. Uh, Bonfire of the Vanities, um, The Right Stuff, the, the book that was based, the movie was based on, The Right Stuff. And uh, a book that I really liked that highlighted uh, the city of Atlanta called A Man in Full. Um, I remember when it came out, I had just, I had moved to Atlanta in 96 and Man in Full came out in 98 and I read it as soon as it came out and it was kind of like a fictitious history lesson in Atlanta culture and it really was invaluable to me. I loved the movie. It talked about um, the, the development of, of niches in Atlanta, um, like the, uh, the legendary black families, the legendary buckhead families. And it was just kind of like a history lesson for me, totally fictitious, but it it was rooted in history. Like this is how Atlanta developed economically, and how the the legacy families. But I, I really enjoyed. It. I I need to reread it. Um, it it wasn't critically acclaimed, but I, the fact that I was living in Atlanta now and I knew where he was talking, I'm like, oh, Buckhead, Bankhead, I know these places. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie, uh, and and a lot of his books, especially Bonfire of the Vanities, dealt with uh, financial classes. You know, there was. The, the movie Bonfire of the Vanities was pretty bad. It starred Tom Hanks, but the book was very good. And it talked about Tom Hanks was this really rich New York stockbroker lawyer type. And uh, he gets into trouble and how his wealth can, can help or hurt you in a situation like that. So he's very fascinated in a lot of his uh, works about um, the class system and, and how much money you make and where, where you fit in society. Very interesting sociological kind of stuff. And I, I really dug that. Um, and, and that brings me to the point, again, rest in peace, Tom Wolfe. And we can talk about Tom Wolfe if you want, but I saw this thing on Bloomberg today. And I want to ask you guys before we, we go to the break, um, how much money do you need to be wealthy in America? What do you think? Do you have a number, Chuck, where you're like, if I had this amount of money, I would consider myself wealthy? Are we going like what I would make per year? or I think what? just total... Total, oh, total net worth. worth. Like you're yeah. like when we look up yeah. 
you know, celebrity. Celebrity there. net worth. What what net worth do you need to have to be considered that you think would make you wealthy? What I consider to be yeah. wealthy? Yeah. Oh, probably north of maybe three or four million dollars. Three or four million dollars. Longoria. Yeah. How much money would you need to consider yourself to be wealthy? Yeah, about north of five mil. Yeah. North of five. So Chuck is three and a half. Longoria wants to one-up him and make $5 million. Well, yeah, I'm going to tell you this: the survey answers, because they broke it down, uh, Bloomberg. Millennials, baby boomers, Gen Xers like us, mm-hmm. and, and everybody. Interesting answers on what people think they need to uh, be considered wealthy. How much money you need to be considered wealthy. I'll ask you that, that question as we start off. In your mind, how much money do you think you need to be considered wealthy? In America, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Again, those hurry, hurry, poopies videos on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram and uh, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. 404-872-0750, back after this. Welcome back to the show, 725, 75 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aaron with you till 9. How much money do you consider you need to have to be wealthy in America? Interesting answers here. All right, millennials think you need $2 million to be wealthy. Generation Xers, like me, you, and Longoria, $2.6 million. So you guys highballed it Yeah, because you're all fancy. Uh, baby boomers say $2.7 million. And overall, two point four million. That's what. That's the amount you need to have to be wealthy. I'm surprised the numbers are that close. I thought there would have been a wider yeah. range of, you know. I just thought it would have been a wider range. Yeah, like a million to, you know. 10 yeah, like, but I see now. I wish I had guessed before I read the the article because I would have thought, you know, million dollars, you're good. Like that. I don't know if I call it wealthy. The other question to ask is is amount you need to be to be financially comfortable. See, that's an entirely different question. And the answers there are uh, millennials, 1.3 million, 1.4 for Gen X, 1.6 for boomers, and 1.4 overall. Do you think it's like maybe the lottery kind of kind of waters it down? I mean, you look up at the thing and it's, what is it, $288 million? Yeah. But I don't play the lottery when it's 15 mil because I'm like, eh. Yeah, it's only 15. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you kind of think of it that way. It's I don't know, like, $2 million, I, I think that's that's wealthy. I mean, what... You, but if that's all your net worth is, if you're figuring on how comfortably could you live yeah. on that $2 million for, say, the rest of your life, I, oh, it's not a lot of money. Yeah, I just it's don't think $2 million will last you 40 years. Like, no, but if if you had $2 million and you were still working, you know, sure. that's, well, yeah, 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 I guess so. that's wealth, right? I mean, that you're not going to want for anything. No, no. Like you can, you but can, but in my mind, like I'm, you know, like game shows give away a million dollars. It's like they just give it to it. Yeah. You know, I understand. All right, let's see what the folks think. Joey's in Decatur. Joey, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? What's going on, Joey? I just wanted to pile on with you there about Tom Wolf. Uh, my mother got me to reading uh, Tom Wolf years ago, and I read a lot of the early stuff, uh, Electric Kool Aid Acid Test, and. Um, you know, some of the earlier stuff he did, maybe not so great, but when he got to Bonfire of the Vanities and just about everything since then, I just found was fantastic. And the, the man in full book is truly a fiction, and yet it's an Atlanta history book in a lot right? of ways. Exactly right, yeah. I recommend if, if you haven't read it and you've been in Atlanta for a while, 
read a man in full because like like Joey said, it's a history lesson, but it's fictitious. But it's it's it feels so true to life. It gives you a real history of the uh, the legendary legacy families and cultures here in Atlanta. I highly recommend it. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. We're remembering Tom Wolf. And how much money do you need to have to consider yourself wealthy? This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 738, 22 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 9 in the p.m. Monday through Friday. Everybody here, Longo Loti, Deborah Green producing the show. Still scared to come into the studio. That's cool. Uh, don't forget, Gwinnett Stripers Baseball is a great family value all summer. And now WSB's Clark Howard is getting you a Clark Smart ticket price May 23rd at Cool Ray Field. $9.55 for infield box seats. Great seats for only $9.55. And, of course, Clark's going to throw out the first pitch. Clark Howard Night features the Gwinnett Stripers versus the Durham Bulls. It's May 23rd at 7.05 p.m. Go online to GoStripers.com for tickets. Use promo code CLARK. Tonight's prize pack giving away to the best video that you post on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook asking your pet or your kids or your wife or your husband to go hurry, hurry, poopies. And I want to see their reaction when you say hurry, hurry, poopies. How do you say it, Longoria? Go hurry, hurry, poopies. Go hurry, hurry, poopies. You got to say it a couple times, though. Yeah. All right. Hurry, poopies. I can't do my high voice right now. There you go. So uh, that's what the prize pack is for tonight. Rest in peace to Tom Wolf, an amazing author. Uh, died today, I believe, at the age of 88. Uh, Bonfire of the Vanities, The Right Stuff, and the uh, novel based on the history of Atlanta culture, A Man in Full, which came out in 1998. I think it's a must-read if you live in Atlanta. Uh, it's it's fictitious, uh, but it really lays out the lay of the land historically about wealth in Atlanta, power struggle in Atlanta, families in Atlanta, um, and I, I think it's definitely worth your time. Speaking of that, the wealth, the power, and uh, the little enclaves, uh, a survey by Bloomberg came out that, that asked people, how much money do you think you need to be consider yourself comfortable, and how much do you need to be considered wealthy? And, and the, the answers are, are, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was expecting to see, but... Um, I, it's just weird to me. I don't even have an answer right now. I think I'm like you. Five million, that's wealthy. You have five million dollars. Yeah, you're set. But I also think if, if you have two million dollars, you're wealthy. You know, how many people out there live paycheck to paycheck? How many people right now have you know three hundred dollars or less in their checking account? Raise your hand. <laughs> um, so to me, like, I guess it's all relative. Like when I was in when I first started at WSB. At age 23, if I, if you said I had seventy five thousand dollars, I'd be like, "Damn, I am wealthy." Yeah, yeah. Like I that's guess. 
to me is wealth. You I know? guess it depends on what part of life you're in. I mean, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, but that's what surprises me that millennials, uh, I would have thought the millennial number would have been a lot smaller because you think younger, I mean, millennials say $2 million to be wealthy. When I was a millennial, like I said, 75000 I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. I think a lot of people listening have can can relate, right? Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Like seventy five grand. That's, I mean, you're not uh, Warren Buffett, right? Right. But, but but you would think you would be comfortable and you yeah, wouldn't have to worry about anything. You know exactly. All right. I think if you have seventy five thousand dollars to your name, life's pretty damn good, right? Yeah. But I, I think you know, uh, the more money you get, the more things you find to spend it on. Sure. So then you're always in that same spot you yeah. know what i'm saying like if i had a million dollars i'm sure i could figure something out to, and then at the end of it i'd be like man i'm living paycheck to paycheck yeah. a million dollars <laughs> you know because i've found stuff to blow it on yeah it's it's just an interesting question because like i i i can't imagine most of america has seventy five thousand dollars at their at their fingertips right now do they i don't know it's just a lot of money. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. It's I don't know. It's it's I guess it's all relative to where you are in life and and I, I can't imagine anyone listening right now wouldn't be happy to have seventy five thousand dollars just you know yeah, to their yeah. name. Right. right. You know, ready to go. <laughs> right, right. All right, your thoughts on that. How much do you think you need to be considered wealthy? Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. We'll uh, kick things off with Linda in Duluth. Duluth Duluth is on fire. Linda, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm good. I feel like ten million to be wealthy. Ten million. Now what age bracket are you? Are you millennial generation? Sixty five. So you're a boomer. Yeah. And ten. But here's the thing: Go I've ahead. always been in the top one percent of wage earners for a female. I'm a pharmacist. Oh, excellent. And right, but that money doesn't go that far. You just don't. You'd be surprised that um, in today's times, what it, everything costs. So it was a lot when I got out of school. It's not that much anymore. You know. So you think so it's a big difference? Ten million dollars, you're wealthy if you have ten. I would think ten million. God, I really would. That's that's a lot of money. Uh, now, if I asked you this question twenty years ago, what would your answer have been? Probably two million. Two million. All right. So as you get Probably older, two million. Are you yeah. are you still an active pharmacist or? I am, and I own a business. Let me ask you a question, not for me, but for a friend. Um, <laughs> what should uh, a prescription of Cialis cost, my friend? Well, they probably would cost about three hundred if he's paying cash for it. Probably three hundred and sixty to three hundred and eighty dollars for how many uh, tablets? For thirty. My friend got ripped off. <laughs> well, no, it depends on what strength it is. Is he doing the one that he takes every day, or is he doing a high dose? No, he's so doing a special be... occasion, kind of once in a while. Well, he probably didn't get thirty. He probably got ten, and that probably ten would be about three hundred and something dollars. My friend got I was thinking off. you were talking thirty, like the thirty pack. Well, let's just say That's he wanted. Let's just say my friend wanted twenty pills. I don't remember exactly on Cialis. I know more on Viagra what they want. Yeah, my friend's not a fan of that. He's not <laughs> a fan of that. A lot one. of people aren't. Yeah, Isn't that amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. It is amazing. So my but friend. Now we have generic Viagra though, and you can get it really cheap. Really? What about yeah, ge- my friend wants to know about generic Cialis? Is that a thing yet? 
Not yet. All right. <laughs> Not out yet. So my fr- let's say wait a few years. my friend paid a thousand dollars for thirty pills. That's too much, right? Well, probably for thirty. That's probably right for the high strength one. I was thinking the low strength one. I was thinking the 20 milligram Cialis, not the higher dose. No, I, I, I think my friend had. I mean, the five milligram, not the. Oh, okay. my brain was My brain was thinking off okay. of what it is. There's a 20 milligram generic Viagra. There's a 100 milligram, which is the low dose one. There's a 100 milligram, a 50 and 100 milligram for the brand name. A 100 milligram? Jeez Louise. Yeah, for, for Viagra. That, but now Cialis, to be the same equivalency, is a, it's a much more potent. It's a 20 milligram for yeah. the, and then it's a 5 milligram for the um, everyday dose. Hmm. I hope my friend's listening so, tonight. Cause he, you pay, I mean, anyway. your friend paid $1,000? I think he did. I don't know what. Wow. I, that probably, no, like that exponentially. That's realistic if he got 30 of them. No, so yeah. let's, say, let's say my friend bought three of them. And then he did the math and timed it times 10. Oh, okay. So 30 of them would have been 1,000. You know what I'm saying? Right. Gotcha. You could have right. probably got them cheaper in Mexico if you would have went over there. I don't know. Well, if my he f- would have if he went there or to, you Canada. know, north of us. Yeah. Went out to Canada. You can probably get them. But you know what costs so much? We pay for all the research and development here R&D. in the United States, even if we do it somewhere else. And we can sue here. And most of those other countries can't sue. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why ours costs so much more than even if we sell it in another country and it's made here, sure. they're not going to have lawsuits against them. All right. Well, you've been very helpful to my friend, Linda. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. See ya. Linda says $10 million. Well, you need that to get those $1,000 pills. I guess you get so. I mean, your friend, friend is got totally ripped <laughs> off. Steve's in Monroe, Georgia. Steve, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, brother. My pleasure, man. Uh, well, first of all, let me say, I would kill puppies to have 75 grand in the bank right now. That's right. Isn't that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but as far as long-term, um, I'm 58, a couple of degrees. Um, but I had to go on because of health issues, went on disability mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years, about actually about four years ago. Um, I would feel very good about my future and my family's future. If I had a million in the bank, I could get a house, I could get the bills paid, and I'd have money for my wife and my son Yeah, you know, if, if something happened to me. That that seems reasonable to me. Uh, wh- how does disability work now? So you're not allowed to work or you can work? Well, you can work. Um, it's it's kind of a double-edged thing. While, you're, while your claim is pending, you know, you're not allowed to do much of anything. Yeah. After, it's, after it's approved, you can work, but there's a there's a cap on your income you can get per month. It's like eleven, twelve hundred a month. I want Social Security disability. Uh, and and don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for it. Sure. Um, but it just it just does not go. Our money lands on the third, and by the twelfth, it's gone. Oh yeah, I, I can only imagine. Gosh, that's uh, all right. So that that to me is more realistic. A million dollars, you're wealthy. A million bucks. Can you imagine having a million dollars? I wish. Yeah. Fritz is up next. Fritz is a millionaire. With a name like Fritz, you better be a millionaire. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine. How are you? Excellent. What's on your mind? Uh, zero dollars is wealth. What, what true wealth is, is not money. It's health, your family, uh, your friends, your community. That's that's true wealth. That's rich. That's being rich. A rich life. Being, you know what I'm saying? Like wealth is, wealth, wealth is I consider a measurement of money. If you are rich, you are rich if you have your health, your family, your happiness, your friends. That, to me, is richness, not wealth. You know what I'm saying? 
that that that's that in my mind that's true wealth because anybody can have a lot of money if you just manage it. You know, quit spending, quit buying all the garbage, and uh, dial your your finances in, mm-hmm. and get a job, and show up, and do the job, and work, and get promoted, and do things you enjoy, and you can earn a living. I was spending. right. You're a millionaire, aren't you, Fritz? I could tell. I, don't know about that. I could tell. Fritz has got like fifty mil in the bank. He's like, listen, wealth is wealth is happiness, <laughs> and family and friends, and thousand dollar Cialis. Rich to live a rich life. It's not about money. It's about your friends, your family, your happiness, your health, that that kind of thing. Talking about wealth. How much money do you think you need to be considered wealthy in America? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. How much money do you need to be wealthy in America? Your opinion, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. James is in Gainesville. James, welcome to the show. Hey there, how you doing? What's going on, sir? Well, uh, Fritz has the best answer so far I've heard. That was actually going to be my answer, but mm-hmm. I guess uh, I-, I would figure I had to re refigure my answer to your question because of that. <laughs> he did have the best answer. He had a very good um, answer, yes. I think that in order to be wealthy, what would be considered wealthy would be if you had everything paid for, pretty much everything, the big ticket items, the house, the car, the land, and you had enough money in the bank to at least live 20 years so you didn't have to work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. So, you know, uh, so I'd say in a, a normal course of a lifetime, a person might make about a million dollars if they're making a medium, median income. So let's just say you made a million bucks, you spent half of that or more on a house and car and life. See, what I think so you're describing is, is a comfortable life, though. That, that's not necessarily wealthy. That's comfortable. Right. I, yeah, so I think if you have your house paid for, your car paid for, you got enough money to live for 20 years, I think that's a comfortable existence. I wouldn't, you know, wealthy is, let's go to Hawaii tomorrow, Longoria. I'm, I'm right. not inviting you, but. On my jet. On your jet, yeah. How much do you need to be wealthy in America? The survey says, uh, the average American says $2.4 million to be wealthy. I can't argue with that. But I think $2 million, 1.5, you have $1.5 million, that's pretty wealthy. And again, if you have more than 500 bucks in your checking account right now, you're doing better than most uh, Americans. So it's all relative. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Rest in peace, Tom Wolf. The author of A Man in Full, leading our discussion tonight about wealth in America and in Atlanta. Johnny Kilboss will join us next hour with the Fast Food Review. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. No gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back.
back to the show on a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 8.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSP. Everybody on board, Longoria, the stoic Escobar on the other side of the takeout window, the lovely Deborah Green producing the show, and Low T Chuck screening your call. Low T. Rest in peace to legendary author Tom Wolfe. Died today at the age of 88. Best known for Bonfire of the Vanities and the Right Stuff. Uh, not as well known for a book about Atlanta called A Man in Full that came out in 1998. But I highly recommend you read it if uh, you are a fan of the city of Atlanta. It's a great fictitious historical look at uh, the, the legendary families and history uh, that make up Atlanta. And it was really... Uh, an interesting book for me to read when I first moved to Atlanta. Give me a sense of the history here. Um, a lot of it has to do with wealth. A lot of what Tom Wolfe wrote about had to do with wealth, including the bonfire of the vanities. Bloomberg uh, put out a report today asking Americans, how much money do you need to be wealthy in America? The uh, average American said $2.4 million is the amount you need to be considered wealthy in America. I guess that's a, that's a, a, I mean, that's what people think. So I can't deny that. It just seems like, you wouldn't be wealthy with 1.4 million. I mean, that's considering that what what the rest of America has. That seems to be a lot of money. Deborah Green pulled up some interesting uh, data as far as American savings. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know the 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 big number is if a majority of Americans came up with a, a $400 expense, it would really set them back. Like yeah. you need a $400 car repair, you couldn't you know pay that out of pocket. So I'm curious to see. How much savings Americans have right now in their savings account? Well, they did this breakdown here, and so they kind of have it in percentages. But uh, if people had $10,000 or more, which is a lot of money. I don't know anybody that really has $10,000 or in more. Savings. In savings. just savings. Yeah, just like cash in a bunch there. of stuff, yeah. you know, with mutual funds or whatever, is 25%, which seems like a lot. So 25% of Americans have at least ten grand in savings. Yeah. Okay, wow. Now, if it goes down from five to ten, then it's only six percent. That that's a big jump down to six. Correct. All right, going down again to one thousand to five, which I I kind of think is average. Maybe mm-hmm. one thousand to five. Twelve percent of the U.S. has one to five in savings. But then under that, less than a thousand or even zero, it's eighteen percent for less than a thousand and thirty nine percent for absolutely nothing. A big zero in your savings. That's that's crazy. So fifty seven percent. If I do the math right, fifty seven percent of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. Yes. Wow. So if you have $1,000 in savings, you're you're better than average, according to this survey. Um, 25% of 10000 or more, that's, that's a big that's number. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of boomers out there sitting on their acorns, Longoria. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Russ in, no, Ross in Gainesville. Sorry, Ross, not Russ. What's up, Ross? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Yeah, I was about to say, don't call me Russ. Yeah, what's, what's up, buddy? Oh, not much, man, not much. I think... Or if you do the math on it, I think I think the real number for wealth in America should probably be between four and five million. And my answer for that is, if you get an average return of about three percent, that 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 nets you about one hundred twenty to one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year in returns on that money. Uh, so you could, could perpetual potentially put say perpetually uh, wealthy through over, over time. So five million dollars, you don't touch it, you don't have to worry about a thing. It just keeps it, it it's self sustaining. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Well, I'd say between four and five million. Somewhere. Okay, probably higher. At, at, well, as things go through time, obviously things get more expensive. So sure, sure. Five. Yeah. Yeah, but again, I mean, I can't argue with the two point four million dollar number that people are throwing out because I think if if you have two point four million dollars, 
Um, you not you might not be the uh, the point one percent, but uh, you're doing all right, right? I mean, that's a lot oh, of money. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, two point four million. That's nothing to shake a stick at. You yeah. know, what I mean, that's that's a lot of cash that, to sit on. So. What, do you, what do you think about the numbers that Deborah just told us about uh, about the amount of savings people have in America? Does that seem about right to you? <laughs> Yeah, it seems about right. See, I, I also want to recall when I was in college, there was something about 401ks at the time of retirement in America, and this was like 2010, mm-hmm. approximate, and it was an average of like 44000 in a 401k yeah. at retirement, which is nothing. I mean, think about it. It's supposed to last you 20-plus years. Yeah, that's, that's not. You're going to have a 44k. See, I, I've got – I've been maxing out my 401k since I started here. So that's – but, I, I mean, I can't touch that now. So does that – is that part of my net worth, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's considered part of your net worth. Oh, then I'm I'm filthy rich then. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I mean, literally, I can't without penalties and taxes. I can't. Sure, I can't if you're dip talking into about that. right now in the immediate, but yeah. you still obviously could access it if yes, you absolutely if need I need to, to. But it's still yours. There's just a clock on it as yeah. far as when you're going to be able to get to it. All right, uh, who's on line three, Chuck? Do you have a name there? Uh, Jackie. Jackie joins us on the program. Hello, Jackie. Everybody clap your hands. It's been a while since we've done that. You got to clap, Deb. You got to clap. There you go. Now you're officially part of the Mark Aaron Show. Uh, Brian is in Lawrenceville. Brian, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hello? Hello, Brian. Hey, can you hear me? I hear you perfectly, my friend. Great. So a while ago, you were talking about $75,000. And I want you to know... Within the past year, I did a real estate transaction, and I ended up with $78,000. And I want you to know, $78,000 spent wisely can go pretty far. And uh, you're talking about savings. So out of the 78000 I still have 16000 left. What did you do with the, what did you do with the other? everything we wanted to buy. Yeah. We've taken care of our house. We bought high-end appliances. We bought a Corvette. We're good. How did you, what did you flip a house? Well, yeah, I bought a house in Villa Rica about six years ago uh-huh. for one hundred twenty nine thousand, and it was a six bedroom house and three thousand eight hundred square feet, and I sold it for two hundred seventy six thousand. Well, good for so, you, good for you, my friend. Well, it, it's good, but I worked my butt off to earn that money. Too. Yeah, let me tell you, I worked on that house for six years straight. Oh wow. my goodness! But. Uh, <clears throat> But $78,000 does not go near as far as anybody would think. No, and but so it, it'd be nice opinion, to have. I don't think anyone here would uh, be upset if they had $75,000 in their checking your savings account, Deb. I know mm. you're a big uh, FM star on the river, but <laughs> yeah, right. that's uh, that's seventy-five k. That's I'd feel very comfortable having $75,000 at my disposal. Uh, Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? Hey, that's Ross. Yeah, no, Ross, not Russ. What's um, going on, buddy? You know, normally I would say a million dollars because if you have a million dollars, you can say I am a millionaire. But I know a guy, his father got hit by lightning or something, so life insurance, so this guy gets a million dollars, and he's broke. Because he spent he, it like all? Two years, he just he just spent the money you know, on stupid things, and he's living in somebody's garage now, so... Apparently, uh, if you're stupid, you can spend a million dollars. I think, I, I, yeah, I, you can be smart and stupid and spend. But I mean, if 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 you inherit a million bucks, I mean, you need to find someone to help you invest that, and and you can't blow through a million bucks like that. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Cray Cray, Russ. Um, what's going on? Everything good? I don't know, man. This girl, we're not getting along as well as I have. Yeah, uh, see, that's why I said don't, don't get married, man. Don't get married yet. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you now. If you want, uh, take your next date to a Snack Box Bistro in Dorville, Russ. They got good uh, Laotian food there. Well, can you give me something in Gainesville where I live? Um, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll have the staff work on that, Russ. Okay. All right, buddy. Good to hear from you, man. Thank you. All right. There you go. Russ in Gainesville. See, Chuck, I told him not to get married. A week ago, he was buying a ring, and now he's like, oh, I don't know if I like this girl. Will you help him out, Chuck? No. <laughs> I got better things to do. I might, listen, Russ, is, Russ is the unofficial fourth member, fifth member of the Mark Aram show. Yeah. So we, you know, we should treat him like family. Let's give him sage why, advice. Why do I have to help? I want that good Montana mountain wisdom. Stop dating crazy women you find on the internet. All right, boom. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's see. Break the and news. stop trying to marry every woman you come across. You date her for two days, and he's already calls up, and he's like, I don't know, I think I might marry this yeah, one. Yeah. Well. Pump the brakes, dude. There you go. See that? That wasn't hard. I don't know if that's advice. <laughs> that is advice. Pump the brakes, dude. Fred's in LJ. Fred, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Very fine. You sounding well tonight? Excellent. Thank you. Well, I, um, I've got a figure about $4 million that sends it to tax-free and that you don't have any ongoing other expenses. $4 million uh, and, and you're wealthy. Yeah. But what I recalled about is I grew up in the great state of New York, and Nelson Rockefeller was governor forever. Mm-hmm. And they asked Nelson one day, he said, you know, more money than God. He said, uh, Nelson, how much money should you have? How much money do you need to be wealthy? He said, just a little bit more. <laughs> you always want more is basically the story there. <laughs> but you talk about those, uh, the Rockefellers and J.P. Morgan and the Vanderbilts. Um, I think historically speaking, you know, we talk about uh, Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and Warren Buffett being the, the richest uh, men on the planet, but historically, if you look back, what how much wealth they had—the Rockefellers and the Morgans and oh yeah, uh, the Vanderbilt—I mean, that's that was insane, insane amount of money how how much they had back then. Well, my uh, grandfather worked as a dairyman for the uh, Vanderbilt on the Hudson River. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one Biltmore's Bilt, uh, younger brother. Yes, and he had a total of twenty-two million, and they thought that was. Pretty cool. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't sneeze at twenty-two million. Longoria, how about you? Oh yeah, that's good. Fred, always a pleasure, my friend. You too. All right, we're gonna cut. Oh, cut him off before he was gonna say something. He was about to put me in his will, and I hung up on him. (laughs) Son of a gun. Uh, We'll come back with more of your calls. We'll continue to discuss the passing of legendary offer Tom Wolfe, and uh, according to Bloomberg, the average American says you need $2.4 million to be considered wealthy. Do you agree? 404-872-0750, wsb talk On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Uh, the NBA draft lottery is going on right now. The Atlanta Hawks will be guaranteed a top three pick. We'll find out what number they uh, have in the lottery in just a moment, and I'll let you uh, let you know when that happens. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Kyle joins us on the program in Atlanta. Kyle, what's cooking, brother? Oh, just the weathers. It's uh, it's raining. But oh, we'll, I'm we'll sorry. get over that. I'm sorry. Well, it's normal. You get a, you know what? You get a freak pollen car wash though when it's raining. I that's the way I look yeah, at it now. Good. 
good point. <laughs> Go back to your natural color. Exactly. Um, well, he was talking about wealth, and uh, I think that's uh, that's defined by the user. In that, um, what makes you wealthy? Is it your family? Is it your money? What makes you wealthy? And I think subject matter does matter in, in a, a reference there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, it, it, like I said earlier, it's all relative. You know, when I was 23, right. I would have said $75,000 is it, you're wealthy. Now I would say I agree with the $2.5 million deal. Um, uh-oh, Kings have the third pick. Oh, no, the Hawks have the third. Son of a biscuit. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> Hawks have the third pick. Jamie Gertz is still very attractive, though. Um, what was I saying? It's all relative, yes. Uh, but but obviously, you know, health and family and happiness, that that all comes first. But if we're just talking about strictly financial uh, matters. Um, and I think, honestly, that, I mean, your, your greatest money-making uh, tool is your income. So if you're not paying on debt, then you're making money. So the object here is have no debt at all and do your investing into good growth stock mutual funds and you get 13% on that uh, all day long. There you go. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, and, Dave and Ramsey. Instead of the 3% return, now you got 13%. Yes. So, I mean, you know. Yeah, I, you don't I, no, listen, I get it. I, I, I get it. I get it. I don't want to get give financial advice in the market. I'm sure we are not uh, Wes Moss. We are not Clark Howard. We are Aram, Longo, and Low T, and don't take financial advice. <laughs> no, please don't. Advice. I'm a good life caddy. Well, I am. I'm a very. I, I can make. I can help people make very good decisions. I can't make them for myself, but as a life caddy is concerned, I've got a stable of people that I'm their life caddy. Well, they'll come to me with questions. You know, you know the life caddy from oh, Seinfeld. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm- I just am trying to picture the person that comes to you for life advice. <laughs> Very <laughs> successful people. I'm I'm a fantastic life caddy. Do they come to you for what not to do? No, I have the wisdom of Solomon, my friend. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I just would, I mean, no offense, but I would never think to come to you for life advice. Who, who are you going to, Buford? No. Yeah, Well, right. I mean, if I had to choose between <laughs> you and Buford, <laughs> you obviously you, but. I'm a, I'm a hell of a life caddy. Don't Don't get it twisted. Okay. I give amazing advice. I don't take it. I don't take my own advice, but I give amazing advice. All right. When we come back, Johnny Cobas with the Fast Food Review. I still have tickets to give away. No one has submitted a video entry for Hurry Hurry Poopies. How does it go, Longoria? Hurry Hurry Poopies. <laughs> Fantastic. I love the inflection of Yeah. Hurry Hurry Poopies. Take a video of you saying Hurry Hurry Poopies to your friends, your pets, your kids, whatever. The best Hurry Hurry Poopies video wins the WSB prize pack on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. News, weather, and traffic next. Then Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Valerie Bertinelli, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 837, 23 in front of 9, Mark Aram and pals with you till 9 p.m. on the Nifty 750, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Atlanta Hawks will pick third in the NBA uh, lottery, NBA draft. 
had a chance at that number one pick, Chuck, but uh, they failed to secure it. Got close. Even with Jamie Gertz as uh, as the person. She's still a very good looking Yeah, lady. she's very. I've met her a couple times. She's very nice. Yeah. Very nice woman. Uh, married to the uh, owner of the Atlanta Hawks, which makes her part owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Uh, so I was doing some research uh, during the break. A financial advisor said that you need to save 35. Uh, you need, by the time you're 35, so that's uh, year over, year over. I'm almost Roll. over. Deb, I don't know. I'm not going to ask your age. Over or under 35? I'm right about there. Okay, right about there. This financial advisor says you need to save twice. You have to have twice your salary saved by the age of 35. Depends on what your salary is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> salary when I was 20 or salary now? No, your salary now. Mm. You should have twice twice that in savings. <laughs> I don't have nothing. Nobody has that. I have zero in my savings right now. I, I, no, but I mean like not just savings account, but like retirement account, whatever. Sure. So your 401ks, your Roth IRAs, your whatever. Your wife has got to have. Uh, she has a 401k, I don't. Yeah. But I've got to start that. You need to start that here. I know. For sure. Well, I was going to and then. And then what? Yeah, then what? And then we owe all this money to the IRS oh. after now. Wait for that. It's free money. I mean, literally, you're getting free money. No, from I the understand company. that. You understand that. Joel you're, tells me that every day. Joel Larsgaard mm-hmm. from the Clark House. You're yes. on the 401k, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's Deb. The first thing I did. You're in the 401k. Not here, but I do have one. You're not. You're not in here. No. You're eligible. Am I? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Every worker. Right. Every worker here is eligible for the 401k. Yeah, you don't have to be full time. No. I start. I started getting Take in the advantage. 401k when I was part time. Yeah. And it pays off. The earlier you jump oh, in yeah. there, the the better you are. Long term, the earlier you do it, and the more you can tweak that percentage up yeah. a little bit. A little bit Again, um, don't take financial advice from us. No, but no. I mean that's pretty. I mean, save money. That's yeah. that's pretty sage advice. Exactly. And if you're in a four, I mean, if you, if you're offered a four hundred one k, then then do it for sure. Yeah. But uh, other than that, don't take financial advice from us. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Uh, Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the taking. I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please. Congrats on the number three pick, Atlanta Hawks. I didn't realize Ali Sheedy bought the Atlanta Hawks. When did that happen? It's not Ali Sheedy. Oh. Jamie Gertz. Oh, How dare you? Oh, Jamie sorry. Gertz. Yes. So She's... Jamie Gertz was in war games, right? She was that was that her? No, that's Ali Sheedy. <laughs> Son of a She was in uh The Lost Boys. Oh yeah, that's right. With that's the two right. Corys. I always get those mixed up. Yes. Don't besmirch Jamie Gertz on the Mark Aram show, my friend. I'm not besmirch. I'm I apologize. I apologize wholeheartedly, but why can't we get a buddy cop movie with Ali Sheedy and Jamie Gertz? I think it'd be I'd a be huge on board hit. with that. Absolutely. A, little, a redo of Cagney and Lacey, perhaps. Yes. You always got the big money ideas. I do. That's why you're a big buddy. But, but don't take financial advice from me, Johnny. Don't take financial yeah. advice from me. Uh, well, I usually take uh, free coupons to fast food joints from you, other than <laughs> financial advice. So I'll keep doing that. I've, I've found when you bring coupons to a fast food joint, they don't even want to, they like, you just show it to them and they're like, okay, whatever, I don't want it. Just put it in your pocket. <laughs> like, you never have to handle, like, Arby's has, I always get these mailers with Arby's coupons. And, you know, you take them to the thing and it's like two roast beefs for three bucks or whatever. And they're like, oh, I got a coupon. They're like, just, just hold on to it. I don't, I don't, they don't want it. You ever found that, Johnny? 
Well, yeah, most of the time they usually give you the shift discount. Like, hey, I'll uh, shift knock a little off here because yeah. I – yeah, because the people working get – you know, you get a discount if you're working and they'll say, hey, right this way, Johnny, hold on, I'll, I'll just – well, I think they just they just punch in, all right, coupon, but they don't need to collect the coupon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's no accountability there. You don't have to. It, it was it used to be that oh. way with Domino's, too. Like, I'd order Domino's delivery. I'd be like, oh, I got a coupon. Buy one, get one free or whatever. And then they'd come, and I'd show them the coupon, and they wouldn't take it. They'd be like, oh, okay. Right. They no one wants to be nail. bothered holding that, I guess. Is, <laughs> you know, they're like, I don't need that. Just keep the. There's coupon. probably paperwork they got to fill out, a whole processing thing, and they're just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with. Yeah, it. I I just don't think they turn them in. I just think they, it's a coupon. They, All right, you've got it. You showed it to me. You're valid. Kind of like a green card, Longoria. You don't have to hand it in. You <laughs> just show true. it to them. <laughs> anyway, uh, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny K? Right, I'm sure the marketing team would have liked the information when the, if see if their, you know, spend actually comes back at all. But anyway, Mark, let's get. <laughs> In the old engine number 13 and head across town to Firehouse Subs. Haven't been there in a while. Yeah, no doubt. My sub spots. They got something new. They reinvented a Reuben sandwich, as only they can do. So they took your Reuben sandwich and pretty much threw it in the dryer, mixed it all up, and something new came out of it. So it's a pastrami Reuben, hmm. Mark, and, and instead of uh, corned beef, They've got the pastrami. You got your Swiss, but instead of the sauerkraut, they're giving you some sweet and tangy slaw. Instead of your Russian dressing, they're giving you Thousand Island. So the and they're putting it, of course, on those steamed buns. Uh, fire see, I don't. Stuff. I mean, I'm okay with the pastrami, Ruben. That's that's fine. That's an under underrated uh, cured meat. But uh, coleslaw instead of uh, sauerkraut is that that's no longer a Ruben. Then that's something else. Well, it's a pastrami, Ruben, and, and, you know, as we all know, um, pastrami actually is corned beef that's just been smoked pretty much. Yeah. Now, slaw contains cabbage, as does sauerkraut. They're just taking a little different different seat. And, now, and also with the Thousand Island dressing versus the Russian dressing, you know, this, this argument goes back as far as Rady goes back, of course. What is Russian dressing? What is Thousand Island dressing? I'd say most of most of the things are the same. Sometimes you think you get a little more chunky stuff in your Thousand Island dressing. I, I always thought that Russian, Russian dressing. dressing was just ketchup and mayo. Thousand Island was ketchup, mayo, and relish. That That's the difference. I, I think if you break it down, that can be. I mean, there's certain things you can have in both of them. Like, you could have chili sauce in Thousand Island. You could have chili sauce in, in Russian. You could have horseradish in Russian. You don't really find that in Thousand Island dressing. One of the main things is real Thousand Island dressing. We'll have actually have chopped up hard-boiled eggs in it so Ooh. you're not going to find that in a fast food joint yeah. but but i think that yeah, anyway my argument is it's not a reuben without sauerkraut it's it's a whole different sandwich when you put coleslaw instead of sauerkraut on the on the sandwich yeah, but it's still ca- it's still cabbage you're still cabbage johnny it's not a, it's that's not a reuben man coleslaw on a, on a sandwich does not make it a reuben that's a whole different uh it's still cabbage yeah that's not a no 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 I mean, so you're saying well i know in certain some places, they if you put coleslaw on a hot dog, they call it a West Virginia hot dog. So maybe this is just you're saying that the the brand new reinvented Reuben is nothing more than a West Virginia pastrami. Sandwich. Basically, yeah, you can't call it a Reuben because a Reuben needs coles, uh, sauerkraut, not coleslaw. That that's my point. I'm I'm not saying it's not delicious, but it's not a Reuben. Who the hell is that talking, Mark? Reuben K invented the Reuben in Nebraska at a poker game. And the original Reuben that Reuben K invented uh, was corned beef, cheese, 
and sauerkraut. There was no coleslaw in Nebraska to put on that Reuben. Sweet Jergens pickles. And sweet Jergens pickles. Thank you. <laughs> well, tomorrow's sauerkraut is today's coleslaw. So All right. Well, I'm just an old, I'm an old stick. I'm an old stick in the mud, Johnny. I'm not going to change up. But I'll try it. I'll I'll, I'll give you guys want to give Firehouse Subs a try the not Reuben Reuben. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Steam buns, hot sauces for every bite. I, whenever I go to Firehouse Subs, I like to get about 10 hot sauces off the hot sauce bar there and just every bite, just try a different hot sauce just a on different, like, oh, a different that's good. One. Oh, that's good. Interesting. All right. Uh, Johnny K, we appreciate you as always, and? It's cholesterol high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, listen to my podcast on iTunes or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. Go Cavs. There you go. Go Cavaliers. Beat the Celtics. I got to root against everything Boston. The uh, Hurry Hurry Poopies video falling, uh, failing miserably. Wow. Taylor submitted one on Instagram, but it was a video of her kids telling me to go Hurry Hurry Poopies, <laughs> which is not... <laughs> not that, that's not the instructions. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought it would catch on. I, I did, too. And I'd, I had a fifteen thousand dollars prize pack to give away too, and no oh, one. Wow! Yeah, now That's I got to put that back. Well, I'm glad Dad put didn't. it back in the vault. Got it. All right. <laughs> the, the, no, very few hurry, hurry, poopy submissions. Uh, John's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, John. What's up, Mark? How are you, brother? I got one for you, and I hope you don't know this. Okay. I hope I'm the first guy to tell you this. Did you know you can go in a fast food restaurant? Show them uh, down south, we call it coupon. I don't know why it's a Q, but you can show them a coupon on your smartphone and you will get the price of the coupon. Say that again? You can show them a coupon. Let's say you go to uh, XYZ and you want a, a hamburger dinner or, you know, the, the uh, special or whatever. Yeah. If you have the coupon yeah. on your cell phone or your smartphone, you you will get the benefit of, of, of a coupon. So you don't, you don't have to, you just have to show them the coupon on your... Uh, right. Coupon or coupon? Coupon? Coupon. I like coupon, but coupon. Uh, the comedian on TV calls it uh, coupon. Coupon? Coupon. What do you say, Longoria? Coupon. Coupon. Hey, another thing, John. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. If you eat at the varsity, don't plan on going to work the next day. I haven't had the varsity in a long time. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it. Uh, no, I do. I do. I love the varsity. It's just the love problem is. Show, brother. Thank you so much, John. I appreciate the the coupon advice. Coupon? 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 I say coupon. I say coupon. Deb, what do you say? Coupon. Coupon. Coop. I think coupon. I use them interchangeably. Caribbean yeah, or Caribbean? Right. Caribbean. 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 Well, it so, sounds more exotic, doesn't so it? So you say Caribbean. Yeah. So what, what's the name of the movie then? Pirates of the... Caribbean. No. Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Isn't that the name of the yeah. movie? No, it's Pirates of the Carib- uh, Caribbean. Yeah, no, it's Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Yeah. No. It is. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. It is. Yeah. That's how, Disney. If, you, if you pull up the trailers, that's how it's... Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Not Caribbean. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, well, I am saying you're wrong, but right. you obviously <laughs> are. But, the, but I think you use them interchangeably. Coupon. I use coupon and coupon interchangeably. You do or don't? I think I might. Yeah, me now too. That, now you got me thinking yeah. about it. Because if you, if you just say, "Hey, do you have a coupon?" Hey, do you have a? Yeah, that's how I say it. Coupon? Hey, do you have a coupon? Coupon? I don't. Know. Hurry, hurry, poopies. Hurry, hurry, poopies. <laughs> hurry, hurry. All right, um, we have one second to go. This this show is officially falling off the rails, but that could be uh, good for you. 
404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Don't forget Clark Howard night. May 23rd, Gwinnett Stripers game. Clark Smart ticket price, May 23rd, 955 for infield box seats. Just go online to GoStripers.com for tickets. Use promo code CLARK. GoStripers.com, promo code CLARK. You get $9.55 infield box seats for the Gwinnett Stripers game. We'll come back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, got some interesting news here from the USA Today. Uh, Low T. Chuck, of all the uh, cities in Montana, what do you think is the drunkest city in Montana? Butte. Not according to uh, Wall Street 24-7. Wall Street doesn't know what it's talking about. Missoula is the drunkest city in Montana. Oh, yeah, I guess I could see, I could see that. Seventh drunkest city in the United States, Missoula, Montana. Really? They had a top ten list of the drunkest cities where Americans get the drunkest. Nice. Top 10 cities with the highest percentage of adults who drink excessively. Six of the top 10, all in Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, yes. Are you from Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. We're one of the only universities that serves beer in the dorms. Wow. Nice. Green Bay, Eau Claire, Appleton, Madison. Those are the top four. And then uh, Ashkenanwana, Ashkashnina. That's Ashkash-Bakash. six. Number nine is uh, Wasu. Wausau. Wausau. Fargo, North Dakota is uh, fifth. Missoula is seventh. Grand Forks uh, is cold eighth. cold I see. Yeah, and uh, La Crosse. I guess that's Wisconsin, too. It's all Wisconsin except for uh, Missoula. Nice. Missoula. Do we have a normal out of time? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's do start of the show. I'm sorry, Longoria. Now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? I'm giving it to Longoria because you actually deserved it yesterday, but I was I was frazzled and you didn't get it. I forgot who he gave it to. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. So you get it. You're getting it. You should have earned it yesterday. You didn't earn it today, but uh, you'll, okay. You'll I'll get take it. it. Yeah. Real quick, Roger. Ten seconds. What do you have, buddy? Varsity, Dawsonville. It's the best you've ever had in your life. It's just like the old-fashioned varsity. Amen, brother. I got tickets to give away right now. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750. Four passes of WSB's advanced greeting of Solo, a Star Wars story, Monday, May 21st, 7 p.m. at Regal Atlantic Station. 404-741-0750. Seventh caller there. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.